And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Now the Lord spoke to Moses saying, this is what pertains to the ministry from 25 years old and above they shall work in the tabernacle of the lord and at the age of 50 they shall step back from the priesthood they shall assist their brothers in the service of the lord younger people will take up the ministry oh this is your time to work from 25 to 50 this is your season from 25 to 50 it is the best time of your life to work for the lord it's from 25 to 50 25 to 50 25 to 50 25 to 50 It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. You must understand that you don't have forever. You must take time of your sacrifice. Do you remember how young and innocent you were? When you started walking deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper in sin You were not too young to walk and live in sin How could you be too young to do the work of the Lord? Hey, this is your time to shine from 25 to 50 it is your season from 25 to 50 it is the best time of your life 
25 to 50 25 to 50 work for the Lord 25 to 50 25 to 50 Come on Jesus gave us a warning Night is coming when no man can work This is the time to work for the Lord This is the time to fight to serve the Lord Oh, this is your time to shine from 25 to 50 It is your season From 25 to 50 It is the best time of your life To work for the Lord From 25 to 50 Sing with me 25 to 50 Work for the Lord It's from 25 to 50 I gotta serve the Lord 25 to 50 I gotta labor for the Lord It's from 25 to 50 I gotta serve the Lord 25 to 50 I got to fight for the Lord From 25 to 50 I gotta serve the Lord, 25 to 50. BMI, we've come to the most important part of the service. That is the word. This morning, we have praise. We have also worship. The atmosphere is set. And our heart is prepared to receive the word of God from my father in the Lord, God's servant, Pastor Chris Ross. So why don't you rise to your feet as you help me welcome my father in the Lord. God's servant, Pastor Chris Rose.
Praise God. Praise God. Can you hear me? Amen. Clap for Jesus. D. Lift your hands. Let's just worship the Lord for a minute before we hear the word of the Lord. You are exalted. You are exalted. You are exalted on high. You are exalted. Lord, you are exalted. You are exalted on high. Praise His name. Creation will praise Him. Saints shall adore you. You are exalted on high. Everybody, your hands are lifted. We're singing the praises to God. And when we praise Him, the Holy Spirit is coming very strongly into our presence because the Holy Spirit's work is to lift up the name of Jesus. He shall glorify me. He shall take of what is mine and shall give it to you. It is Jesus we worship. It is Him we adore. That's why we exalt His holy name. Forget about yourself. Forget about what happened at home. Forget about what happened yesterday. Lose yourself in Him. Hands uplifted and voices also lifted to the Lord. Say, You are exalted. You are exalted. You are exalted on high. Precious Jesus. Creation will praise You. The saints shall adore you. You are exalted. One more time. You are exalted. You are exalted. You are exalted. Lord, you are Creation will praise you. The saints shall adore you. And you are exalted. For you are glorious. For you are glorious. And worthy to
Lift your hands one more time. Breathe upon me, breath of God. Hands uplifted. This is why we come together on Sunday. Our primary purpose is to worship the Lord our God and then to hear Him speak to us. So let us praise Him as we give Him worship. Hallelujah. Breathe upon me, breath of God. Breathe upon me, sweet spirit of the Lord. As I lift my hands in surrender to your name, most high. I'm yielded to your spirit. I'm yielded to your spirit and I'm walking in your love Jesus I adore so Jesus I adore Jesus If you don't know the words, it's on the projector. Sing with us. Breathe upon me, breath of God. Breathe upon me, sweet spirit of the Lord. As I lift my hands in
Uplifted, only the music, Cheryl. Now give the Lord thanks and praise under the breath of the piano. If you need Him, today is here to meet you at the point of your need. It's a refreshing time. It's a time to reach out and touch the hem of His garment. strings and lift the music. Give the Lord praise in the tongue. Pray in the tongues. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Demons tremble at the power of the name of Jesus. Demons bow when the name of Jesus is magnified. Chains are being broken, chains are broken, bondages are broken, fetters are loose. The power of the Holy Spirit is here. Yes, chains are breaking. Chains are breaking. People are being set free. The power of God, the anointing of the Lord. We give you praise. We give you thanks. You can praise the Lord with a hand clap and you can take your seats. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I greet you on this windy Sunday morning. And I bring greetings from our church in uh, Johannesburg. God is doing a very great work in Johannesburg. Amen. New faces have been added to the church. And the Lord is saving people daily. Glory to God. Amen. And I trust one day you can also go and visit your brothers and sisters in Johannesburg. Amen. This week I, we are going to East London to visit them there. COVID has prevented us from visiting, but now we are back to visiting. Amen. And today we are blessed to announce that Uppington is starting in a new auditorium. Very nice auditorium. God has made a way. God has made a way for our missionaries there. And I trust God that soon 
we will be going. I think in, in October, the 11th. So we are going by vehicles. So those that have a proper vehicle that can make it past Mamasbury, you can join us to Uppington. It's a beautiful place. The hottest place in South Africa. Amen. Think about it and then we speak. Amen. I want to just say that I'm very blessed with the testimony. And last week, I believe there were more testimonies lined up, but then the people apparently got cold feet to stand on this platform. So what will happen now, we will, the cell leaders will join the testimony people on the stage, like, like my wife did this morning. Wasn't that wonderful? Because it's a bit daunting to stand in front of your faces. I'm used to it now because the Lord has hardened me like Jeremiah. He said, do not be afraid of the faces of the people. But it's very daunting if you come for the first time and you see no smiling people. It's very so. I asked my wife to stand with uh, Sheila. I think it was great because I know there are many people that the Lord has touched. I really know that God has been touching many people and if you don't say thank you by view, virtue of your testimony, you see, you don't please God. He healed 10 lepers and one came back and he said thank you and Jesus made that statement. He said, where were the others? Where were the others that I touched? You see, they never came to testify. But he said to that one, now you go your way. Your faith has made you whole. They will never, that man never got his leprosy back again. I'm not sure about the others. But you have to defeat the enemy by the word of your testimony. Are you with me? That's why when you are born again, the first thing you must do is go and tell people, I am born again. I was once, I once was blind, but now I see. What is happening there is you are defeating Satan. Because not every born-again child stays born again. <laughs> the enemy comes for you. Yes, the enemy comes strong. But you can defeat him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. This is in Revelation. This is how the devil was defeated. Amen? So whenever, whenever the Lord touches you or does something for you, speak it out. Are you hearing me? Don't be quiet. One of the believer's weapons is the mouth. You shall say to this mountain. And if you believe in your heart, then whatever you say will be so. Hallelujah. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So this is what we will do. You must, um, your, you must tell your cell leader about, I'm sure in the cell group, the small group meeting, the connect group, you testify and that testimony we will bring to encourage the faith of the people. Do you understand? To encourage the faith of the people. What God can do for someone else because God is no respecter of person, He can do for you and for you and for you and for you. Hallelujah! And all those on the balcony say Amen. <laughs> Glory to God! Hallelujah. So, we have, uh, I want to preach, I want to 
preach something that the Holy Spirit laid on my heart yesterday at the prayer meeting. And as I was preparing something for this morning, the Spirit said I must speak again on Anna's prayer of anguish. Anna's prayer of anguish. 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 1. Please, if you have Bibles. If you don't have a Bible, sit next to a Christian. Hallelujah. We thank all those that have started to give towards the tiling. We have started the process. We have started the process. So very soon, you will see the tiling start. And those that you have September month, it's your time to bring your offering. Amen. We'll be tiling this place soon. By God's grace. Glory to God. Yesterday in the prayer meeting, the Lord led me, I believe, to speak about this. This wasn't the preparation. Sometimes you prepare, but the Lord will change things. Amen. So in 1 Samuel 1, I think we, we have to do it in uh, NLT. There was a man named Elkanah who lived in Ramah. Let me not read all that. It's too much. Um, let's read from verse 9. No. Let's go a little bit back. Amen. Let's read verse 3. Each year, Elkanah, you must have heard the story before, if you are a, a Christian for a few years, if you are not, then maybe you didn't hear the story before, so I have to read a, a large portion to bring the context into our midst. Amen. Each year, Elkanah would travel to Shiloh to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of heaven's armies at the tabernacle. Verse 4, on the days he presented his sacrifice, he would give portions of meat to Benina and each of her children. And though he loved Hannah, he would give her only one choice portion because the Lord had given her no children. So Benina would taunt Hannah and make fun of her because the Lord had kept her from having children. And year after year, it was the same. Benina would taunt Hannah as they went to the tabernacle. Each time, Hannah would be reduced to tears and would not even eat. Why are you crying, Hannah? Elkanah would ask. Elkanah is her husband. He was married to two wives, Benina and Anna. Benina had children, Anna had no children, and Benina constantly taunted, made fun of. 
her reproach. Are you with me? The fact that she couldn't bear children. They made mockery of her. But listen to the story. Once after a sacrificial meal at Silo, Hannah got up and went to pray. Eli the priest was sitting at the temple at the customary place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was in deep anguish. Say anguish. My sermon is called the prayer of anguish. The Hannah's prayer of anguish. Crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. And she made this vow. O Lord of heaven's armies, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, then I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. And as a sign that he has been dedicated to the Lord, his hair will never be cut. As she was praying to the Lord, Eli watched her. Eli was the priest. Seeing her lips moving but hearing no sound, he thought she had been drinking. Must you come here drunk? He demanded. Throw away your wine. Oh no, sir, she replied. I haven't been drinking wine or anything stronger, but I am very discouraged. And I was pouring out my heart to the Lord. Don't think I am a wicked woman. For I have been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. In that case, Eli said, Go in peace. May the God of Israel grant the request you have asked of him. Oh, thank you, sir, she exclaimed. And then she went back and began to eat again. And she was no longer sad. The entire family got up early the next morning and went to worship the Lord once more. They returned home to Ramah. Then Elkanah slept with Hannah and the Lord remembered her plea. And in due time, she gave birth to a son and she called him Samuel because he said, I have asked him of the Lord. Just up till there. May the Lord bless now the reading of his word and the preaching of his word. Amen. How many of you have heard the story before? Put your hands up. Let me see. Who's never heard the story of Hannah and the birth of Samuel? Don't be shy. It helps me in my preaching. Who did not hear the story before? All right. All right. It's a beautiful demonstration of God coming to help you when no man can help you. Amen. It also demonstrates the pain that many of us have to bear because there are many things in life that somehow we didn't get that others may be gone. Say amen if you understand what I'm saying. And the difficulty now is that some people, they don't have sympathy with you because of your lack of whatever it is you don't have. And especially in some, with some tribes, I can't say the name of a tribe, but there's a certain tribe that make fun of everything. <laughs> Amen. And that thing, that thing has made a lot of our people inferior. Yeah. It give, gives you what we call an inferior complex. If unfortunately you, you were born with ears slightly bigger 
then they give you a nickname of, of ears. But it's in Afrikaans. Ura. <laughs> if your skin is slightly white, your name will be Bura. Is that true or not true? It's certain tribe. Some of them are here. Human beings are wicked. Yeah. I don't even want to say the other names. I've heard many names. Alvinis. <laughs> hey. Coral Cop. And sometimes we laugh. But the person to whom the mockery is aimed suffers from anguish and sorrow. Because we can't always understand why God does things. Here the Bible just said God shut the womb of Anna. So she had no children. Penina had children. But strangely enough, Eli loved Anna much more than Penina. Yes. We would not know what it's like to have two wives. I mean, there are men that have been divorced. So obviously they have two wives. And some, Bishop Dag always says, he, he always asks people, which wife was better? <laughs> Bishop Dag is, 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 is a person that's very straight to the point. He don't, he don't think something and say something different. What he thinks he says. So, so which wife would you prefer? You ladies that are married just once, you, you are fortunate. A man has no other choice. He must stay with you. Amen. But if you can prefer, you must ask the husbands if they could prefer. Hmm. So he tried, this Samuel, this Eli, tried to calm down his wife and said, look, why are you crying? He said, am I not better to you than ten sons? You see, he tried to, to soothe her pain. But here, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that this was something he couldn't help her with. It's the Lord that shut her womb. You see, sometimes... You get to a point where human beings can help you. You can ask for help. But there's some things that no people can help you with. Only God can help you. That's why the psalmist wrote it clearly in Psalm 121 verse 1. He said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From where comes my help? You see, you can't look here. I can't look here. The people can't help me here. I must now lift my eyes to the hills. And the hills speak of majesty and greatness. How great is our God. I will lift here because my help comes from the Lord. which made the heavens and the earth. The first encouragement for all of you is that God will help you. God can help you and God will help you. 
Now in Kings, we see Second Kings 6 verse 27. Listen to this beautiful instruction that the king gave to this woman. Second Kings, Bevan's not here today. Second Kings 6 27. And he said, if the Lord does not help you, where shall I help thee? Out of the barn floor or out of the wine press? King NIV, uh, NLT says, quickly, if the Lord doesn't help you, what can I do? What can I do? I have neither food from the threshing floor, nor wine from the press to give you. And some cases, and maybe I know the Lord had asked me to preach this because somebody here in this place has a situation that human beings can't help. Even the king said to this woman when she came for help, it was a time of drought, he said, if God doesn't help you, what can I do? So today, God is going to come through and help this person who I'm preaching to here this morning. Maybe you're suffering from some anguish. Maybe you are suffering from some sorrow. Maybe you're on the bed of affliction and people are making fun of you. People are making, uh, playing the fool with what you don't have. Like it is in our communities. But don't think it's the end for you because God is going to bless you like He blessed Hannah. Receive this blessing in the name of Jesus. God is always interested in helping. Do you know when God made man? Everything he made was good. But he decided that man needs a helper. God never wants to leave his children alone. Isn't God a good God? And he made a helper for man. Which is the woman. It's Satan's disobedience and his influence on the human race that made the woman not be the helpers that they should be. Amen, the woman? But women are generally created by God to be helpers because God is always interested in helping His creation. Hallelujah! Besides the help of the woman, Jesus said to the disciples, I'm going away. But it is to your advantage that I go away because if I don't go away, the helper, he will not come to you. But this helper was the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Somebody to help. Everybody needs help. No man is an island. No man can make it on its own. You need help. We have a saying in leadership, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with the team. May you become a good helper in the house of God. It's a great thing to be called a helper. Don't think that it's a lesser job to be a helper. People often make the mistake. They want to be in charge. Nobody wants to help. But the Holy Spirit is called a helper. So as soon as you become a helper, you are associated with the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Hannah's prayer of anguish. She needed God's help. How many of you need God's help? Lift your hands to heaven and God will surely help you. Hallelujah. Discouraged and depressed. I never understood depression. But I have 
I was once with a man that was depressed. I gave him place to stay in my house and I made him sleep because he just wanted to sleep. Every few minutes after he wake up, want to sleep again. And unbeknown to me, depression is a common problem amongst our people. I'm sure there were times I was depressed. I just never paid much attention to it. I think everybody goes through some measure of sadness, isn't it? I think I've just learned to control my, my thought patterns. Because when I feel sad, then I change my thinking. Then I say, Munifan <laughs> Tihudanki. Stop thinking about this thing. Because if you constantly think about the negative, you are, you'll be crying. Anna was crying. And, and Elka, Elkana didn't know how to handle it. Many husbands don't know what to do when their wives are crying. Is it true? Is there any husband here that knows anything about the truth? Because number one, you don't know why she's crying. Elkana said, why are you crying? Who come here and say, <laughs> Am I not better than 10 children to you? My demand for stani. Amen, friends. The man cannot understand the woman. The Lord said, dwell with her with understanding. You must understand that you will not understand. But just dwell with understanding. And to all the women I want to say, the curse on you will always bring sorrow to your life. It's unfortunate. The little baby that you were holding in your hand that was once your bundle of joy, he will be the source of your crying. And that husband that you wanted everybody to see, put a ring on your finger and come down the aisle with his navy suit on. Or with his black suit on he will be the source of your crying and your anguish because of the curse that the Lord spoke over us so many people suffer from sadness, crying uh, inabilities to get something, to do something I don't want to go into childbearing because even that is another uh, question we don't know the answers to. Some just never have children. Some are given children or given the gift to look after other people's children. But in this case, she needed God's help. And often God sends help. God sends help through people. Amen. I want you to take note of this. I was listening to my pastor preach the other day and he said that the, one day the Lord said to him, the help of the Holy Spirit is in the people that I sent to you. Hallelujah. It's only you don't have the ability to recognize. You see, you don't know when the Lord has sent you help. It's often in the form of somebody, some person, a man or a woman. So if you pray to God for help, Oftentimes the Lord will send a person to you to help you. And you must appreciate that help. Hallelujah. You see when he says, Give and it shall be given to you, pressed down, shaken together, 
He says, men shall give into your bosom. Put that scripture on the board there for me. Give and it shall be given unto you. So sometimes you think about it, you say, will the money fall from the sky? Well, with this give, give and it shall be given. Money fall from the sky? Will God appear to me? No, 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 no. He works, he works through the, the natural processes with divine intervention. Hallelujah. Shall men give into your bosom? Put it in yellow. Fast. Yes. Yes. You see? Give and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. It is God blessing you, but through men. If you see it, say amen. God blessing you through men. So when you need the Lord's help, oftentimes the Lord's help will come through people. Glory to God. And it will be supernatural. Supernatural. This scripture came upon us in the prayer meeting because we were praying for divine help from above. Divine help or, or divine intervention. In other words, God must come and meet us. And that's the purpose of prayer is when the natural combines with the supernatural. You are calling God from the supernatural into your natural realm. You're calling God from the natural, from the divine to come. That's why we call it divine intervention. Hallelujah. And in this scripture here, the woman went to a prayer meeting for God's help. Hallelujah. How do you talk to God? You talk to God through prayer. People who don't pray will never feel, will never have God's help. And secondly, they will never feel God's presence. Yeah. You must be constantly in prayers to, to be in the presence of God. Yesterday I said to them that the people want the pastor to pray for them because in their minds the pastor is more in the presence of God than what they are. And it could be true. Because Gabriel said when he came, he said, I, Gabriel, who stand in the presence of God. I know what God is doing. I know what God's plans are. I've been in meetings with God. Hallelujah. That's why I don't take it lightly when the priest is here to lay hands on you and to pray for you. Because if he's a priest in the will of God, he must be more in the presence of God. Are you hearing me? Now, quickly, just, just three points. I'm closing. Hannah... This is a beautiful illustration. Just give me a sec. Yeah. God sends help through people, but there are times when people can't help. Then you need a miracle. You need a divine miracle. Are you with me? The woman said, I went to many doctors and I could be healed of none. And I want you to believe in miracles. Children of God, yet BMI believe in the miracle working power of God and you will experience it. I preach faith to you in the month of August. You must believe that God can do the supernatural. Even if you are struggling with this problem for many years, God can change it around. You must just believe it by faith. It will happen. Hallelujah. Don't, don't accept that it will never change for you. It is going to change. And it is happening now. 
The Lord showed me some time ago that there's going to be great supernatural help come to each people here at BMI. I'm telling you, the Lord showed me that. And you see that lady, she, 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 they were new here. They knew. When they are new, they have got no familiarity. They really believe that the servant of God is, just, is a man sent from God. That's the type of people that get it. Jesus said, the, my greatest works were in Chorazin and Bethsaida. It was not in Nazareth where I grew up because the people knew me too well. Glory to God. I want you to be open for miraculous divine intervention in your life. Through the prophetic utterances, through the laying on of hands, through any supernatural intervention that comes from God. It's called ministrations of God. Hallelujah. We cannot just reason God out with our intellectual scientific mind. No. God can do amazing things. Miraculous things. And something that has hindered you for years can disappear because of the power of God. But you must believe it by faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She came in anguish to pray because the doctors couldn't help her. Her husband couldn't help her. Medical science couldn't help her. She now needed God's divine intervention. Only God could do it. But listen to the story. It's a beautiful story. She's praying and the priest who sits where he normally sits, he wasn't at the place where he should have been with God, this priest. Because in the chapter 3, you will see that his, his sons, they were profaning the temple. They were starting to take offerings and tithes from the people and abusing it. And they were smiling with the girls and they were flirting with the girls that came to, 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 to worship. And he, as far as the father, he didn't put them in their place. He didn't set them in order. So in a certain, in a certain way, he was slowly backsliding. And when the Ark of the Covenant was later stolen, he fell back and broke his neck. I, don't, I can't go into that. That's not my preaching this morning. I'm just telling you, here's a priest sitting at the door and the woman is praying. But the Bible says no sound is coming from her. Only her lips is moving. Have you ever prayed like that before? That's praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. She's in deep anguish. The pink of an she said, my soul is in anguish. You see the outer part, but it's not the outer part. My soul is in deep sorrow. But all the priest saw was the moving lips. Aye. And I want you to understand the power of tongues. The power of praying in the Holy Ghost. And if you're not yet baptized in the Holy Ghost, desire it. I will call you forward. I will pray for you and you will start to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Because you see, when we speak in tongues, we speak mysteries unto God. Yes. Whenever a man speaks in tongues, he speaketh not unto man, but unto God. 1 Corinthians 14, 2. He speaketh not unto man, but unto God. Because man does not understand. understand. Howbeit in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. In, one, uh, in Romans 8, verse 26, it says, we, are, we have a weakness. We have a weakness, Romans 8.26. And the Holy Spirit helps in our weakness. 
Now what is our weakness? It's in the second part. We don't know what we must pray for. Come on. Are you here? We don't know what we must pray for, but the Holy Spirit will pray for us. Hallelujah. <clears throat> With groaning. <clears throat> the Hannah. The prayer of Hannah. The prayer of anguish. With groanings that cannot be uttered. So see my lips, but you don't know what I'm saying. And as we were worshiping, we were praying in tongues. Some of you might have thought, what are we doing? It's this thing in the Bible I'm speaking about. I've been in the presence of great men of God and I've often just seen their lips go open and I know they are praying in the Holy Ghost. They are drawing on a greater power. We don't know what we should pray for as we ought. It's our weakness. But the Spirit will pray through us and for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. May you receive Holy Ghost prayers. May you receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit to make a groaning to God. This was a deep yearning from the innermost being. <clears throat> with tears and sorrow and anguish because of her affliction, <clears throat> she really wanted a child. And I think it's every woman's great desire to bring forth. Amen. But as she came to pray, the priest said she was drunk. Can you believe it? A pastor saying that you are drunk and you're not drunk. Can a pastor make a mistake? Oh, this is the story that shows you that pastors are only human. Amen. The pastor was wrong. Can pastors be wrong? This is the story that shows you that pastors can make mistakes. Secondly, that pastors can be wrong. Especially when they start moving a little bit out of the will of God. And as she was in the church, she was misunderstood. Are you hearing me? It's not it's not that she was outside in the world. And I want to speak to all of you. And I want to speak to your faithfulness in the house of God. I think I'm too far from you. Because some of your faithfulness is questionable. And the Holy Spirit is leading me to this section here. You see, ladies and gentlemen, this woman, she was in the house of God. The pastor misunderstood and misinterpreted her pain. And he rebuked her while she was really sorrowful. Yeah. So I'm here to tell you people that don't think the church is a place where you can never get hurt or where you can never be misunderstood. Are you hearing me? Yesterday in the prayer meeting when we were, to, were praying over this, I asked them, how many of them had been hurt in this church before? Not in a church, in this church. I was surprised when all the hands went up. My close associates also. And I said, who felt like leaving because of the misunderstanding that has come to you? And when I saw all the hands, I said, well, I also felt like leaving 
at one stage. I think this is something that you must get right in your mind now. Say now. It's an English word for now. Because you are likely to be misunderstood. You are likely to be uh, to, uh, the, the past. Look, it's not even another brother. It was the pastor. Saying to her that she's drunk. The woman never drank. It's not a drinking woman. It's a kirkfru. <laughs> I know some church people do bad things. But this was a good woman. And the pastor misunderstood the anguish. When your pain is misunderstood. When your pain is And people cannot identify with the type of pain you are going through. Say, why, why didn't you come last week? Why are you always late? Why are you? They don't know the pain that you are suffering. I think it's the alabaster box song that says it. No? If you could feel the pain. What is that word? Huh? You don't know the, t- the, the pain or something. Huh? No, I don't want that. I just want the words quickly. You don't know the cost of the oil. Yeah. You don't know the cost of the oil in the alabaster box. Hey! Glory to God. You just can't leave when people misunderstand you because the devil will like that to happen to you. Yeah. And even the pastor, you get upset when a sister next to you that's not even anybody of significance in the church said something to you or misinterpreted you and you want to pack your bags and go. It's not good. She was misunderstood by her pastor. But listen to this. We thank God that Hannah was not a colored woman. If Hannah was a colored woman, this is probably what she would have said to the pastor. Must I tell you? She would have said, That's the first thing. She would have not used the language that that woman used. I'm talking about if she was, hypothetically speaking, if she was a cop. Do you think I'm drunk? You, you. She would have said, You. I want you, this is the crux of my preaching this morning. You're going to get the reason why God gave her a miracle. And if you catch it, you will also get the miracle. She, she possibly had the right in our understanding to address the pastor and say, you call, say, noem yourself a man van God. You call yourself a man of God. You can't even see or discern that I'm not drunk as you suppose. What's the 
godsman is jy. Jy is een kogelman, maar jy is nie een godsman. And she would have taken her bags, whatever, if she had any bags. She would have left the church and never returned again. Um, if she was, but thank God she wasn't, if she was a colored woman. Eli would not have seen her again and Elkanah would not have been able to convince her to come to the prayer meeting again. Because she was misunderstood and she was, her actions was misinterpreted to being a woman that was uh, drunk and frivolous although she was in pain because of the, this missing thing in her life. But here's the beauty of the story. She addresses the priest with all the honor and respect that God requires of the sheep to the shepherd. Are you with me? Was the, was, it, was the priest in the right place? No, not at all. His children were starting to profane the temple and he wasn't man enough to rebuke. There are very few strong men, hello, that can rebuke their children and two that can rebuke their wives. You know wives sometimes need rebuking. Amen, ladies. Children need rebuking. But very few fathers can rebuke the children. And very few husbands can also rebuke their wives. Job was one of the few that rebuked his wife. Yeah. If Adam rebuked Eve, we would not have had the trouble we, we have today. Are you hearing? I'm talking about the weakness of the priest. Yeah. When Eve said, Adam, eat the apple. He said, no, but God said, we can't. And she said, Adam, don't you love me? Just eat the bite. And he said, if God said, she <laughs> She convinced him. Sarah convinced Abraham. She said, this God that promised you a miracle is not coming. Sleep with my wife, with my servant. If he just rebuked her, the Israelites would not have the trouble with the Arabs they have today in Saudi Arabia, in Iran, and Iraq. But because of his weakness to rebuke Sarah. But Job, his wife said to him, why don't you curse God and die? You know what he did? He said, you foolish woman. Clap for Job, clap for Job. Job was the only one. Job was the only one. This woman did not rebuke the priest. She understood God's divine order. Everybody say divine order. Yeah. God works through a line and God works in order. God is obsessed with order. When things are out of order, God is not easy. God is, uh, God is upset. Are you listening? 
She said to him, no sir, in the New Living Translation, in the, in the NLT, oh no sir, put it in the King James, I like it better. She says, she calls him, no my Lord, no my Lord. No man, where is it? That same verse in the King James, King James. If you have Bibles, uh, just see what, what, what scripture it is. She says, she answered and says, No, my Lord. You know what Lord means? Lord is an affectionate term for somebody. In the, it's in the court you say, My Lord to the judge. Are you with me? If you speak rude to the judge, it's contempt of court. They can lock you up. Amen. I also want to build a cell here at BMI to lock some people up. <laughs> for contempt of court. Yes. She says, no, my Lord. No, my Lord. She didn't say, you call yourself a man of God. You can't even discern. No, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. She understood God's divine order. Divine order. Say divine order. Yes. She says, no, my Lord. And she explains what is happening. She says, I'm a sorrowful woman. I have drunk neither. I'm a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I've drunk neither wine nor strong drink. But I've poured out my soul before the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I want you to see the miracle of God. Go on to the next verse. Count not thy handmaid. She calls herself a servant. Hey! Humility. She addresses him as a Lord and she calls herself a handmaid. A handmaid is a female servant. On your servants and your handmaidens I will pour out my spirit in those days. She calls herself a servant. How beautiful. How beautiful is the attitude and the respect of Hannah and the honor of Hannah to receive the miracle that God gave her. Hallelujah. She said, I'm not the daughter of Belial. I'm not the daughter of the devil. Meaning they are daughters of the devil. Hello. Ask your neighbor, she's a woman. He said, you. I'm not the daughter of Belial. Belial is the other term for Satan. Amen. Belial, Beelzebub, these are satanic terms. Yeah. I'm not a daughter of Belial. For out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken here too. And go to verse 17. Then Eli answered. Who answered? The priest. That is not on the place where he should be with God. Because of his inability to rebuke his children and his wife. He said, Go in peace. The God of Israel grant your petition that you have asked of Him. Now you must understand the divine order of God. The priest speaks and God respects His order. The God respects His order. He says to her, now go. May the Lord grant you the request 
that you have answered. And on the word of the backslidden preacher, on the word of the backslidden preacher, because God honors his divine order, the miracle that she was praying for was given to her. She almost missed it. If she responded like a colored woman at the, at the misunderstanding, the wrong rebuke, the conflict that was there in the temple, but because she submitted herself in humility and said, no, my Lord, no, it's not what you think. I'm sorry you made a mistake. I'm not drunk as you suppose. I'm in deep anguish and crying to God. And on the word of the pastor, he says, go thy way. Let the Lord grant you now this request. And then see the next verse or the next verse where it says, and she said, then handmaid find grace in thy sight. She's still, she's having a conversation. Let thy handmaiden find favor in thy sight. Beautiful. And the Bible says, when she went back, she slept with her husband like she did for many years. But this time, I said this time, something different happened to her. Because the God of Israel, the God of Abram, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob heard the prayer of Hannah. And she brought forth a son. And she called his name Samuel. Because she said, I received him from the Lord. But here is the big thing I want you to take home with you. She made a vow to God. She said, if you give me, if you open my womb, whatever you give me, I will give it back to you. 100%. Say 100%. Isn't it beautiful? She made a vow, the vow of Hannah. If whatever you give me, I will give this boy back to you. And the Bible says, when, 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 when the husband went back to the temple again, the boy was too small. So Hannah said, let me just make him a little bigger. Let me wean him a little bit. When he's old enough to, to, to not be on the nappy, to be able to eat for himself, I will send him to Eli the priest. Glory to God. And she said, and I'll make another vow, I will never cut his hair. Are you hearing me? 100%. I give back to God. What a vow. And when God heard the vow, He answered the prayer through the priest. Now I want to talk to you about your prosperity. Are you here? And I cannot make you make the vow of Hannah. I cannot do it. I cannot do it. Why, pastor? Because 100%. Is too much for you. You can't even give 10%. But there was a man who made a 10% vow. His name was Jacob. Hallelujah. He wrestled with God at Bethel. And when God came to visit him there, he made a vow like Hannah made a vow. Look at this quickly. I'm closing. He said to the Lord, he said to the Lord in Genesis, he said in Genesis 28 verse 20. Beautiful. Then Jacob made a vow. If God will indeed be with me. Protect me on this journey. And he will provide for me with food and clothing. 
go on. And if I return safely to my father's house, then the Lord will certainly be my God. But listen to his vow. He said, at this memorial pillar I've set up will become a place of worshiping God. And I will present to God the tenth of everything he gives me. How much? Hallelujah. And this is where the tithe is born or the tithe comes. His grandfather did the same thing. Abram gave to Melchizedek, the, the priest of Salem, 10%. He also says, Lord, I, if, if you protect me, <coughs> is there somebody here that the Lord has protected? If you provide for me, <coughs> go back, go back, go back, go back, two verses. He said, if you, pro, if you be with me and protect me on this journey, and if you provide me with food and clothing, how many of you have been provided with food and clothing? Look, look, look. Look at your neighbor's shoes. You see, it's nice. Yeah. Who has provided you? Who has provided you? Hmm. Go to the next verse. If I return safely, look at you. You have returned safely. You are still here. Ah, little bit rounder than what you were before, but you are here. Go back to the verse before this, man. I'm still. If I return safely to my father's house, then the Lord will be my God. Amen. Is the Lord your God? Has the Lord provided for you? Has the Lord protected you? Has the Lord brought you back to your father's house? Now where is God's 10%? The vow of Jacob. He said, whatever you help me with, I give it to you. There was no one as prosperous as the, as the, the patriarchs. Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. Whatever Jacob touched, turned to prosperity. You know why? The presence of God was with him. Because he honored his vow unto God. The people of Delft, you can live in Delft, but your poverty will come to an end if you make this vow to God. If God will keep you, if God will protect you, and if God will bring you back to your father's house, 10% of you have goes to God. He's a covenant-keeping God. Dr. David Ayedepo taught me something. He said, prosperity is not a promise from God. Pro prosperity is a covenant relationship between you and God. God does His part, you do your part. What is God's part? If you protect me, provide for me, bring me back after many dangerous journeys, I will then do my part. I will give you a 10% of all that I have. Now, many of you here, you are not giving God His 10%. And I'm rebuking you this morning. It's part of preaching. Amen. I'm, 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 I'm not like Eli. I'm a priest that can rebuke the sons and daughters if they're out of order. I don't want to make the mistake of Eli. You must give God 10% of your earnings. Say amen. amen. Now don't rob God and come here with 8%, 7%, 5%. I know you. I can see that if that's 10%, you can't be earning so little. You ease your conscience and you say, 
I've given God 10%. You are lying to God. And you know what God does with liars? You must just look at the Bible in Acts. It's not easy. Then some of you negotiate between your net and your gross with God. Must I give of the net? Must I give of the gross? You see, God is a covenant-keeping God. God is not a man that he should lie. He keeps his promise. Jacob, when he was betrayed by his father-in-law Laban to try to keep him from not having, he said, give me the worst of the cows, the worst of the sheep. Give me the worst of the goats. But because of God's presence with me, his goats multiplied and his father-in-law who had the best, they didn't multiply. <clears throat> I tell you, when God is with you, everything will increase. I promise you, if you keep your covenant with God, God will keep his covenant with you. God is not the man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. And I said, if you give me this boy, I will give him back to you, not 10%. That's why I said, I can't make the prayer. I can't make you do that one. It's too much. 100%, I give the whole boy back to you. And the Bible says every year she went to see him when she went to Shiloh. Oh, I like this about Anna. She didn't stay away from the house of God. Even after the priest had an encounter with her, the Bible says the next day she went back again to the house of God. Say faithfulness. Faithfulness in the house of God. How many of you will become faithful in the house of God? You see, you can have what Hannah have, but then you must do what Hannah did. Are you hearing? Everybody wants to be blessed. Everybody wants to have this and everybody wants that. But can you do what the people did? When the sons, James and John's mother, the mother of Zebedee's children came to Jesus, he said, let my children sit on your right and on your left. He said, they can. But can they do what I did? Can they drink the cup that I drank? Aha. Pastor, I want the prosperity that you're walking in. You can have it. You must do what I do. Keep your vow that you made to God. And you will be blessed. You'll be better than blessed. You know what it means to be blessed? You'll be able to help others. Yes, at this stage, you can only help yourself. Some people can't help themselves. Some come to the level where they can at least sustain. But there's a higher level than that. Where you can help others. I see you coming to that level in Jesus' name. I see you looking for opportunities to bless people. You say, oh, oh, oh we, we have an event here at the church. It's 50 rand for the ladies, 50 rand. But if there's any, maybe five, six ladies who can't pay, I will, I will pay for them. Are you there? I said, are you there? You will get there in the name of Jesus. You know why God sent me to pastor the church in Dell? To help you from your position to a higher level in Jesus Christ. If you didn't need help, you didn't need me here. But you're going to be rising to a next step, to a higher level, to a next step. And when you do, you must testify. You must testify. 
God is going to take you out, boy. Yes. Po- poverty will come to an end. Alright, look at me, don't worry. Poverty will come to an end. We're going to break the back of poverty to the biblical correct way of doing it. Are you with me? You will honor the priest who is the servant of God. The line of blessing flows from the top downwards. Oil never flows upwards. Oil flows from the head of Aaron down his beard unto the garments. And if you're willing to stand in humility at the bottom of the garment, the oil will flow on you also. And everything that is in the oil, the spices, the, 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 the sweet spices, the cumin, it will flow on you too. She went back to church. And every year the Bible says she went back. She went to look at the child. And she saw that he had garments. She made him a beautiful robe, Samuel. She, 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 her heart was touched because it's her boy. But he's working in the temple. And every, listen, listen to this. It's in verse, when she came back, listen to the blessing of the Lord on this woman. A woman that had no children. That was made fun of. I'm closing. 1 Samuel 2.20 I like this. The Lord remembered her. This is the words the Bible used. The Lord remembered her. Everybody say remember. Yeah. But listen to this. In 1 Samuel 2.20 Before they re- Now they're coming back. She's bringing a garment. May the Lord give you other children to take the place of this one. This is the priest. Now he's even further backslidden because it's almost time for him to die. In the next chapter he dies. When he heard the ark of God was stolen and his children died a terrible death. God came to punish them because he failed to punish them. He fell over and he broke his neck. But before that, he was still the servant of God. The man of God is not always perfect. Are you hearing me? But he's still the servant of God. Amen. But he says again to her, the second time, may the Lord give you other children to, 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 to take the place of this one that you gave to the Lord. And listen to how many children she got. And the Lord gave Anna three sons and two daughters. And Samuel grew up in the presence of of the Lord. Go to that verse where it says, The Lord remembered her. It was the first verse I read to you, verse I think 28. When she went back to her house, the Lord remembered her. I think it's the most beautiful phrase, or one of the most beautiful phrases in the Bible. If the Lord remembers you, you have asked the Lord for many years for something. And it's almost like that request is there. I lay down by the Yerra, but the Yerra no he can't secure him to your lair to honey. Oh, my see, Bible say, and the Lord remembered her. Is it there? Yeah. 1 Samuel 1 19. And the Lord remembered her. The Lord will remember you. 
the Lord has remembered you. The Lord will make a way for you. You and your wife, you will return from Shiloh. Shiloh means the Messiah, which is the Christ. And the door shall be opened for you. You shall enter in and you shall have great fruit. The fruit of your womb shall be multiplied. Yes, there shall be more than one child in your life in Jesus' name. The Lord remembered her. She gave 100%. She got three other boys and two girls as a bonus. Because the Lord, how many of you are here, you say, Lord, remember me. Remember me. If it's poverty, God can take you out of it. Yes. If it's a distress, something that is really hurting you, you can't even say it in the church because people will mock and laugh at you. This was, the, this was the situation of Hannah. She couldn't speak out loud because people would not understand. And those who had better than what she had, they didn't have mercy on her. They made fun of her. Maybe you don't live with your mother and your father. The Lord said to me, many orphans in this church will be better off if they are here at this place because the place where you come to it plays an important role in your prosperity. The Lord moves from place to place. I want to tell you the Lord is here. The Lord is here. All of you whose mothers and fathers for some reason could not take care of you, you have come to the correct place. God is going to take care of you and God's help will come through people into your life. Your poverty is coming to an end in the name of Jesus. In your sorrow in your deep sorrow and your anguish the Lord remembers you lift your hands I see the Lord remembering a sister your pain is deep your hurt is there You must make the vow of Hannah. If the Lord will answer my prayer, I will give back to the Lord. I will give back to the Lord. And to the words of His servant, go your way. Be at peace. May the request that you ask for, may it be yours. And I see you receiving it in the name of Jesus. Some of you with marriage problems, God is answering your prayer. Change is coming. A divine intervention is coming from the heavens. God will remember you. God will remember you. God will remember you. Stand to your feet, everybody. Oh power, oh glory, all honor to you. Lift your hand. Oh power, oh glory, oh power. 
for people that heard the word of God this morning in sorrow and in anguish it looks like this will be your story for the rest of your life she had no children she was the laughing stock of the other woman but she cried to God in anguish she cried to the Lord in sorrow. She cried to the Lord from the depths of her affliction. And the priest said to her, Go in peace. May the Lord grant you your request. And the Lord remembered Hannah. If you're here this morning, you say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to stand in humility like Hannah and I want to look up and say, no, sir, you have misunderstood. I'm in real deep pain. Can the Lord save me? Yes, the Lord can. Yes, the Lord will. I want you to come for prayer. Stand here on the blue carpet. I will pray for you. While they're coming, if you are here and you're not born again, you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life. You want to start serving the Lord. You have gone through many problems. You want to serve the Lord. You want to be a Christian and come to church every Sunday. Put up your hand, I will pray for you. Is there someone like that? Say, Pastor, I'm not a Christian. I really want to serve God. I really want to follow Him. Put up your right hand now, I will pray for you. I want you to come forward if you need pray. All of you that I've asked to come, come quickly. The Holy Ghost is here. The power is here. We wait on you for the fire, oh my Lord. For the fire.
Lift your hands. The Holy Spirit is here. I want some more helpers to stand behind the people. The power of God is going to touch the people now. The Holy Ghost is here. All honor, all glory, all power to Jesus. As I have preached, so shall it be. That said the Lord of hosts. I will remember you. I will remember you. Your anguish has been for long. But I have come for divine intervention. I will touch you with my hand. There's oil on my hand. It's a sign of the Holy Spirit. Now speak to the Lord like Hannah spoke to him. You don't have to tell me what is wrong. Speak to the Lord. I see your lips moving. I see your lips moving as the priest saw the lips of Hannah. I see your lips moving. May whatever your prayer is to the Lord now, may you receive it. May you go in peace. And may you receive the request that you've made to the Lord. May you receive that request that you made to the Lord. It's coming on you now. In the name of Jesus, we break bondages of darkness and wickedness. Wizards and demons and devils, we break it. Pate lo shayakatababa. Holy Father, we worship you, precious chains. of God. Yes. Yes. Let your let may the Lord remember you. May the Lord remember you. In the name of Jesus. Stay here. Keep. Some people must stay. May the Lord remember you. Mate shetere dede. Die Heere hoor jou gebed, jou geween. Die Heere antwoord jou gebed. In die naam van Jesus. The Lord answers your prayer now in the name of Jesus. Like in the days of Hannah, the Lord remembers you. The anointing of the Lord come on you now. Jesus. The power of the Holy Ghost. Power of the Holy Ghost. The Lord opens a door for you. Miraculous door. Receive it. Let the Lord remember you. The Lord remembers you. Jesus. Now open the door. Cut the chains that bind him. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The power. Mama. 
the Lord remembers your prayer. Today is the day of your change. Go your way. Your faith has made you whole. In the name of Jesus, receive something from above, supernatural. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord remember you. May the Lord remember you. Katarabo shatate, shatate benededede. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Holy Father, we worship you. Yes. power of God. Whatever is your request, may the Lord answer your prayer today at the laying of my hands in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes. For you. For you. It's your time. It's your season. Nothing will hold you back. Nothing will hold you back. You will enter. You will enter. The name of Jesus. Listen, if, if you're here for the first time, please don't just go back to your seat. Come back. I want to give you a book. Ali, where are you? Pastor Ali. There's people that's coming to Christ for the first time. I want to give them the book. Come back here and just come fetch a book. If it was your first time, you came here. Let me pray for Sonia. Give. Holy Father, I worship you. Precious Jesus. My Savior, Holy Spirit. The name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost. May the Lord open a door. You must testify. You must testify, testify, testify. my brother. Make a way. Make a way. Jesus' name. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire of the Holy Spirit. Newness. The Lord remembers you. The Lord remembers you. The Lord remembers you. Father, in the name of Jesus, mend the broken parts. Robin says, Yeah, what is his request? Yes, that's the Lord. I see the Lord. I see the Lord coming to you. Yes. Go in peace is the words of the priest. May your request be heard by God. This time next year, you shall have what you ask for. 
Holy Spirit, pain. I want to rebuke this pain now in the name of Jesus. I bind it. I command healing to flow right now. May it turn the snake. May it turn the snake now by faith. Heal, healing. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Your neck will be healed. Fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Spirit takes away every doubt, takes away every blockage and every hindrance. May you receive His great blessing. Holy Spirit, we wait on you for the fire. Jesus, yes. It will all come right. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. Yes, this is the word of the Lord to all of you this morning. Make the vow of Hannah. If the Lord answers my prayer, I will give it back to him. Yes. All honor and all glory. Just receive his power and his anointing. Catch this girl, catch this girl. Receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing breaks the yoke. It breaks the yoke. Yes. Be to you. Right, lift it again. Holy Father. We worship you. Jesus, my Savior, Holy Spirit, we wait on you, Holy Spirit, we wait on you, Holy Spirit, we wait on you. If you came to the front, I didn't have time really to to do the altar call prayer. If you came here but you didn't yet get the book before, just raise your hand, they'll bring the book to you now. Maybe you came here but you didn't get the book. There's a boy there. Yeah, give it also to him. Give it to give it to the general. And there's another lady there. Please. You didn't yet get this. This book is your next step. It's changing now to what now? Of now what? What did we say? Now what? What now? Now what? It's now what, not what now. Now what? Now pray this prayer. If you have the book, lift the book up like this and say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I want to be your child. I want to be your child. And I want you to be my Lord. 
and I want you to forgive be my me Lord. of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. My mistakes. My mistakes. Wash me with the blood. Wash me with the blood. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Your word says. Your word says. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Shall be saved. I call on your name now. I call on your name now. I believe that you came to die for me. I believe that you came to die for me. On the cross of Calvary. On the cross of Calvary. But you rose the third day. But you rose the third day. And you are alive forevermore. And you are alive forevermore. And from today. And from today. I follow you, Jesus. I follow you, Jesus. I will serve you, Jesus. I will serve you, Jesus. You are the Lord of my life. You are the Lord of my life. And I'll be your child. And I will be your child. Write my name. Write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. And give me all the benefits. And give me all the benefits of being a child of God. Of being a child of God. Take away all that the devil has done. Take away all that the devil has and done. And start to make things new. And start to make things new. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.